Hey, it's me, Juliet, host of Bachelor Party and Jam Session. If you're a fan of this show, there's a new Spotify feature that lets you automatically follow it. Tap the bell on the show page to get notified as soon as new episodes are released. By turning on new episode notifications, you'll also automatically start following the show. All the latest episodes from shows you follow can be easily accessed in the What's New feed on your home screen. Now, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You want to go next to talk to him? Hmm? Yeah, I'm just waiting. I'll wait. Okay, abs of steel challenge. Uh, Put your, your hands behind your neck. Punch me as hard as you can. So everyone grab a partner. Okay. Uh, you could be out of this. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh! Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Julia Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. We're going to get into the episode, but first I'd like to talk about the Bachelor Marathon, a.k.a. the New York City (laughs) Marathon, in which all the Bachelor people, not all, several Bachelor people ran. Can I tell a personal anecdote to begin? Yeah, please. (laughs) I, um, the New York City Marathon is like a thing that though I grew up here, I've never participated in like the fact that it's like an event. I don't know. I've never like watched it, but it goes right through my neighborhood now. So I went, I, I just... I pulled myself out of bed. I was hungover from a wedding. I was just like, I got to get some motion in my body. So I walked down to the marathon to see people running. And as I got there, like literally the second I arrived, Tyler and Matt just ran right past me. I was like, oh, this is meant to be. And it was so exciting. I like didn't expect that. It was it was great. They both looked very hot as they are. I don't think that that many people recognize them at that point. But I think like the fact they were running is like a thing. But it was it was exciting. Great form on them both. I, um, after you told me that you saw them, um, because, you know, Apple, TikTok, whoever the fuck broken into your phone, I saw them on TikTok running in the marathon. (laughs) 
people were pointing them out and were excited to see them. I also saw they had the everyone from the Bachelor franchise that ran in it. They had them ranked from slowest to fastest. They were not go- fastest. They were not. No, um, Peter was slowest. What a surprise! And I think Doctor Joe was fastest. Oh, Doctor Joe! How great! That's nice for him. I mm-hmm. think Tasha and Zach also finished ahead of they um, did. Matt and Tyler. Yeah, mm-hmm. Matt. Matt and Tyler finished in. I'm looking at women's health. Thank you for compiling all of this. It was um, like four hours and forty five. Maybe? Five hours, which okay. I think is quite slow. But they were whatever. running quite slow based on the TikTok. Like it seemed like they were just like you know jogging it out for fun. Neither one of them seemed out of breath at all. Well, that's good. I also um, I think Tasha and Zach did four hours and forty minutes. Oh, that's what it, I remember. Okay. And then Dr. Joe finished it in three hours and twenty one minutes. Yeah. Peter five hours and sixteen minutes, and Dustin four hours and twenty one minutes. So Dr. Joe really crushed it. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. That's great. Also, he did it like for charity. He works or like he does. He works with this charitable organization called Achilles where like he's paired with, I think, someone who I believe is blind. And so he's hmm. like, it's like a, a guy and like runs with them and, and everything. So Dr. That's Joe cool. continues to be a great guy. Yeah, seriously. Um, It's kind of funny that it's like a bachelor adjacent event. I, I mean, congrats to all of them. I can never run a marathon. I can, I can barely get myself to watch the marathon. So <laughs> Tasha and what's her husband's name? Zach. Or Zach, fiance. Um, Zach seemed to be like kind of goofing off too, like not taking it mm. seriously. So he totally had all his breath. He was running backwards at one point. Oh. Him, and, him and Tasha did like a little kiss for everyone. That's cute, I guess. I can't believe yeah. they're still together. I mean, I don't see it, but like they seem happy, I guess. I guess, I guess it works. On that note, let's talk about this episode. Just, I just want to share an observation, which is I feel that Tasha is like kind of being phased out of the hosting. Like at the, the times when Michelle is upset, it seems like Caitlin is the one who comes in to yeah. talk to her, like in the middle of the episode. I was thinking about that, but last season, didn't they do the same? Well, it seems like it's ca- always Caitlin. I thought they split it a little bit more with Katie, but definitely Maybe. was Caitlin. Definitely was Caitlin when Katie locked herself in the bathroom with her yeah. gummy, with her vitamin gummies outside. Maybe Caitlin's <laughs> better in those situations. She definitely seems like the more liked one. From Michelle? Or in general? From, in general. <laughs> From everyone? <laughs> well, Caitlin's like back to doing these live shows. She's like doing her podcast on tour. And I saw on some social media, her and Becca with the crowd behind them. They oh, I saw so that. There were so many women there. I was mm-hmm. blown away. Hope everyone was vaxxed. I oh, mean, please. Oh, I don't know where it was, so I don't know. I think it was in Minneapolis, actually. I believe oh. that's where she started. Hmm. So I don't know. Would you go to their show? Would I go or would I pay? I would go. I wouldn't pay. So, you would go, though? Yeah. I went to the Bachelor. Remember when the Bachelor did the live mm-hmm. tour? On, I went to that. Which I was walking down the street yesterday and I saw an advertisement for it in April 2022. So I guess that's coming back. Like, what do they say? I don't really... Becca? Well, I think... Kate, I mean, Caitlin, you know, she's a podcaster. She's like us. She's in, she's in the industry. A colleague. So, so should we do a live show? Yeah, we definitely could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people would come. I think. At least five. <laughs> At least my three family members and, like, two friends. So they do, like, a live podcast. Yeah, basically. I, I, was, like, I, thought, I was, like, thinking it was, like, stand-up comedy. And I was like, Becca? 
No, it's a live podcast. Katie okay. recently did stand up comedy, though. Like, I feel like Katie's really pursuing her dreams. Yeah, she opened for Whitney Cummings and she was wearing. Oh, as my, wow. As, as Tracy, the host of the Great The Stacks podcast, pointed out to me, she was wearing a support the stacks if you like to read. It's a great pod. Um, Tracy pointed out that she was wearing a hooded jacket or hooded sweatshirt underneath the jean jacket. Very, oh, like, you know, the, re- the I'm relative not against of the blazer. I'm not against the jean jacket hood hooded thing. It depends. I, I, it really I, depends for me. I'm a warm weather person. So layers in cold weather, I feel like. Did you watch Succession you this week? I fell asleep after 20 minutes. And literally right before I got on this pod, Seth was like, Succession was so good. Succession uh, was he, awesome. He continued on after I fell asleep. So he <laughs> finished the episode. Did you get to see Adrian Brody at all? Mm-mm. He's wearing so many layers. He's like layered. It's really funny. It was an awesome episode. I loved it. You should you should watch as soon as we're done. There's too much content on Sundays. Like I what know. the fuck is wrong with the other days of the week? I need to understand. Sundays and Wednesdays get all the good shit. Always. I know. It, it used Why? To be Sundays and Thursdays. But I guess football moves things to Wednesdays. I don't well, know. Sunday. Hello. Well, Sundays have always been. But, I mean, but Sunday nights, only one game, I guess. And then I'll see you the whole week to catch up. I don't know. And then you, ha- it's not just succession. You have success. You have the trio of HBO. I know. I know. I um, haven't watched Curb last week or this week. And then freaking Yellowstone came back last <laughs> night, <laughs> which I heard was amazing. It was a two hour premiere. When am I squeezing that in? There's a and Showtime then, show coming that I'm excited about too called Yellow oh, Jackets. Then there's the two star shows, Hightown and BMF. And then there is Potomac and Salt Lake. I know. I haven't watched Salt Lake yet either. Too much. I watched (laughs) all the sports and Potomac and I don't know how long I lasted. Maybe 10 minutes of succession. Is Hightown the show set on Cape Cod? Mm Mm-hmm. My God. Do you think of me every time? Actually, did not connect the dots till this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's I hope you're not in the scenes. The scene (laughs) that I'm watching, I don't know. I mean... Last time I checked, you're not under a bridge doing drugs, but... Isn't it? Yeah, it's like a pretty gruesome show, isn't it? Very. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. We have so much TV. We can sidebar on that. But um, I'm excited about Salt Lake. Have you watched it yet, by the way, this week? No. And I heard that Andy said next week's episode of Salt Lake is one of the best episodes of Housewives ever. Is it when Jen gets arrested? Probably. Okay. So maybe we'll have to do an emergency podcast. TBD. Yeah. Um... All right, let's get into this episode. So first of all, Taisha being maybe phased out. Who's to say? I support it. I don't know. I, I don't like the t- the dual host situation. I don't think Taisha is, is the most wonderful host. Caitlin, I think is, she's got much more experience. She's a little bit better at it. So yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, this Lance episode. date. <laughs> He's I first up. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, he does really look like him. Martin is so distracting, just the way he looks. Like, I can't get over it. Like, everything about his presentation, the blonde, the like, what's that called when you have like the lines near your sideburns or whatever, your ears? Oh, the, I don't, is there a name for it? The, like the shade. It the must slits? be a name for it. What do you ask for when you go to the barber? I, I have I no know. idea. I don't know anything. Someone it's was a, like, oh, it's like his edge. Ha- I guess he kind of looks like he would be straight edge to me. I'm actually somewhat surprised he drinks. Like, I feel like he seems what? like he would be straight edge. Yeah. I feel like some, it, it would be like a overcompensation or something like mm. that. This is the thing that is puzzling. 
is that I feel like some people do that to like distract you because like maybe they have a big nose or like maybe, you know, whatever it is, bushy eyebrows or small lips or whatever they are insecure about. He's actually, if you look at his features, like he has a good mouth. He has a good nose. His eyes are beautiful. Like he has good coloring. What are you distracting us from? Why am I distracted when you're actually a good looking guy? I don't know. I When he put his glasses on, I was really, I was like, oh, he looks great. I, I'm a glasses person as I'm currently wearing them, but I just generally like them on dude. So I thought he looked cute, but I just find him very confusing. I'm just like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really understand his whole deal. Also, I thought based off last week, how he, he went out of his way to pull her aside, did it in front of everyone. I thought he was like, oh, he's really in touch with his emotions. And then this week I'm like, so you're not? Could like, be less what? in touch with his emotions. Yeah, in fact. I was, I'm like, I, I'm, I don't know where you stand on a lot of things, Martin. No, not at all. And then he said that he, his dad, he grew up watching his dad never cry and like not showing himself crying. And that like, he needs to like unlearn that essentially. I thought that but, was really just confusing. Hmm, I was like, yeah. Don't you think that's kind of average or am I not average? I did not see my dad cry at all. Well, I'm just trying to think. I I would say I'm from a feelings family. Not that everyone like talks about them, but like everyone like in, sort of is in touch with their own. And so I've definitely seen my dad cry, but not that frequently. I don't know. Did you ever watch um Kelly Catrone's show on MTV? She was on the hills for a while. She was yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. She was always like, if you're gonna cry, go outside. I've always agreed with that. I do agree that. <laughs> I'm not the workplace specifically. I'm not a big crier, but I will cry, especially pregnant. Lord mercy. I was about um, to say, I'm a pretty big um, period crier. Yeah, I think there. Uh, yeah. So, but I, I don't like crying in front of people. That's for sure. But like, you know, my husband, my family's probably seen me cry enough. I wouldn't sure. say too much, but enough. I'm thinking now because I was like, when he said it, I, and when Martin said that, I was just like, yeah, no one sees their dad cry. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't even see my brothers cry. So maybe we have some issues in my household. (laughs) I've seen my dad cry since he's been older, like, you know, a parent loss or something like that. He's cried. But I think the first time I saw him cry was when I was in college and his dad passed away. What about some championship tears of joy? No. (laughs) No crying. Um, My youngest brother, I literally can't remember maybe when he was like 10 was like the last time I saw him cry post 15 none of my brothers cry unless someone passes away I remember my youngest brother telling me that he was at a we were all at a funeral and he was trying to get himself to cry and he couldn't (laughs) maybe you guys do need to go to therapy family therapy (laughs) she gets stuff out there you know they seem fine Okay. Well, Martin seems seems fine too. I do think Martin seems fine. Ultimately though, I'm just like, Martin, you're not a match for Michelle. He, I'm I'm shocked. He got a rose because also he, she was like very defensive with him. She, cause he, he was defending Jamie and she was like, so are you saying I made the wrong call? I thought that was like very strange as well. Hate watching it. And I'm like, wait, why didn't you say that this way? Like, I hate when that happens where I'm like, what you're trying to say is not com- getting getting across. You thought that Martin wasn't making his point properly? 
Well, just that the way that she was defending it, you should have just been like, no, no, no. Like, you absolutely made the right choice. I think that Jamie made a mistake. I just don't think he's a bad guy. But instead, he was like defending Jamie and kind of his actions. But I don't think he was trying to do that. He was just trying to say, like, I don't think he's an evil person. This comes up on The Bachelor from time to time. Should you defend your friend once they're gone? Or should you just like act, you know, just like disown him once he's gone? Like, what's the right move? I think it's fine to defend your friend to a certain extent, but also, and and I give Martin props, he said this, like, he was like, listen, I'm fine he went home. I'm competing yeah. against him for you. <laughs> like, I don't want him to come back. So it's like, it's not a bad thing if your friend goes home. Good. Sure. I'm glad he's gone. One less person here. <laughs> the only negative is like, if you don't have other friends, then you have no one to hang out with in the house and just like, there's yeah. nothing to do. But- I just think that you can defend your friend's like, you know, like integrity or like, you don't want people bad-mouthing him in front of you. So, like, you can say, like, guys, he made a mistake, whatever. But you're not, especially to The Bachelorette, we're not trying to get him sure. back here. Yeah, I thought it was kind of where he brought it up right away. I believe mm-hmm. he brought it up, not mm-hmm. her. And he, like, went out of his way. Maybe we didn't see it, but it seemed like he went out of his way to defend Jamie. Which yeah, because she was annoyed with kind that. kind of unnecessary. Yeah. To me, I think defending him isn't as much of an issue as, like, why are you wasting your time talking about Jamie? Like, talk about other stuff. But on the other hand... So much of like socializing is like talking about people, you know, like it's like it's just like stuff you share in common. So maybe he just didn't have a lot of other topics prepared because with I do find that like when you're Mm. in friend groups, you like talk about each other, both positive and negative. Right. Yeah, for sure. Which that what you just said just made me think about something, especially since you're dating. Yes. When you go on dates, do you prepare with things to talk about? Um, kind of depends on the person. I would hmm. say, I I would say I prepare less for dates and more for like obligatory like lunches and like and like dinners and things like that with like people I know. With I like awkwardness and I don't mind asking like weird questions, which maybe oh is why I'm still dating. <laughs> so I don't like really. I don't have a big problem with it. Also, I. Not to brag too hard, but I do feel like I can talk to anyone. <laughs> so I'm just sort of like, whatever, it'll be fine. But if I'm having a bad time, then I'm like, I don't know. I also feel like on a first date, like everyone has like bits, right? You just like, you say the same things on so many first dates or whatever. Explaining yourself or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I think within like 10 minutes, I could tell if I'm interested in like having a second date or not. Like pretty huh. quickly. I like feel it or you don't. At least that's how I feel. There's been like a few parties I've gone to that like I didn't want to go to, but I had to go to and like just knew it was going to be awkward. And I would just like write down like 20 like events happening or something <laughs> like just to like have something to talk about. So like, like current events or like. Yeah, about- like just random topics that I'm like, everyone has to know about this. <laughs> Bring that up. My family is very, very like topic focused and like issues focused. Like last night at dinner with my family and we talked about... um the supply chain issues and like how mm. you'd restructure the economy in the U S in relation to China and like things like that. So I would say I'm like preternaturally prepared usually for those kinds of things because it's like a way of life in, my, in the home I grew up in. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't go that route, but more so like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did you see the Travis Scott concert this weekend? Like those, you know, Sure. Yes. But that too. We we did also discuss that, which is awful, by the way. I feel for everyone. Um, oh my god, lost family members and were there. It just seems horrible. So yeah, but I hope um, people are able to find comfort in their families and whatnot. But 
I uh, I will say if I was going on a date on The Bachelor, I do think I would prepare some topics of conversation. I also think that often the lead, people who are on the show are probably harder to talk to than like regular people. Like not like these do not seem to be like great conversationalists. No. Also, I feel like it has to be confusing. Like, did I talk about this to this person yet? Like, also, how do like, you keep everybody straight? Also, should it be 50-50? Like, if you're on a date with Michelle, should you be speaking equally? Or, like, should one of you be talking more? Like, who who's directing the conversation? Yeah. Usually, it seems like the... Not the lead. Is, yeah. Has more talking points. And I always think, like, ask her things. But... I know. I'm sure they do. And they just don't want to air it because they can't have, like, Michelle, 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 Michelle. Like, they want us to fall in love with the guys, too. Right. And also they, Michelle's like given more of an opportunity to just like say how she's feeling as the lead. Mm-hmm. But it is true. Like we've never seen like a normal date conversation <laughs> of like, what do your parents do? What do your parents do? Where'd you grow up? Like, I don't know. Like, did you watch Succession last night? Like you never see no. any of that. <laughs> no, we get the freaking crazy stories. Oh my that, God. Which by the way, uh, I think Jamie has like given me a bit of PTSD because whenever there's a good story, I'm like, well, what's going to happen next? Is he going <laughs> to turn on the whole house? Like you pulled me in, Jamie. And then like that was the most wild roller coaster ever. And now I just think every single time they show like a crazy story where I feel something for one of the guys that then in 10 minutes, he's going to like light the whole house on fire. Oh my God. Poor Rick. Let's just talk about Rick. Ugh. I mean, so Rick had the second one-on-one. We'll come back to the group date. Rick. Oh, wait. Before we do that, I just need to say Martin and Michelle went to like a planetarium or whatever. And I thought that seemed awesome. I love planetariums. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. Thanks for letting us know that. <laughs> I, I, I love planetariums. I also love a science museum, like a, just in general, and like a 3D IMAX movie at a science museum. Just great stuff. I'm not going to a movie theater ever again in my life. So there's that. But I um, <laughs> but just... But if your kids want to go see like Frozen 3. I'm um, just going to say we have to wait for it to come out on Apple. It's not out yet. We can't go. Maybe <laughs> when they're old enough, they can, you can maybe go, by, go themselves. by themselves. I don't know. I think I'm finding out that I'm going to be like a crazy parent, but maybe just because my kids are so young that I'm still in that phase and I'll <laughs> loosen the reins, which I'm really, really laid back about everything. But the way the world's going right now. Not great. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, okay, so you won't be going to the movies. I'll I'll take your kids to the science museum if they'd like to go for a oh, 3D Oh, yeah, IMAX. that's how they'll go with other people. Um, <laughs> the one thing I will say about, or to wrap up the 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 Martin date, is that I'm shocked that he got a rose. It seemed Me like, it, you know, so you can kind of tell how the date's going and the music and whatever. I thought for sure he wasn't getting one. And then it somehow he turned it around. She must have liked making out with him or something. Although I didn't think it looked that good. But... She must like making out with him because there really is no other explanation. She seems so put off by his yeah. Jamie conversation and the fact that he doesn't see anyone crying or he doesn't see himself crying or whatever. It's just Which, like, I was by shocked. The way, are we going to send Joe home too? Do you think he's at home crying? <laughs> no. No, definitely not. So. The crying thing is interesting. It's also definitely like a really gendered thing. Like I... I think in general, just back to your point before, seeing your parents cry is like kind of traumatic and kind of traumatizing. It's like you th- you think of them as like these strong people like there to protect you and they're crying and upset. It's like very weird and upsetting, especially when you're a kid. By the way, the first time I saw my dad cry, I literally lost it. And I was like 18. Like it wasn't like I was a kid, but I was just like, what the fuck is going on? I had never seen him cry. So to see him cry, I was like, 
he is on the verge right now. Like I <laughs> couldn't handle it. Um, That's funny. Sorry, because not because it was at a sad time. But yeah, I mean, it's like it's actually kind of <laughs> it is jarring to see your parents cry. So perhaps we should think Martin is lucky. I also just want to note Martin is Jewish. So infrequent on the show to have Jewish men. So I just have to point it out. Huge. <laughs> it's huge news. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Anyway, let's move on to Rick, and then we'll talk about the group date. Rick, they, what did they do? They went hiking or something? They took that little, like, gondola oh, yeah. thing up, and then they went hiking. It must be really hot. or the, I mean, we know it is. It's Indian Wells in July or August or whatever. But both with Martin and Rick, she was like, all right, ready to cool off? Like, she must be so hot. <laughs> also, on the group date, when they were outside at the hotel, multiple people were sweating. So, yeah. like, it is hot and to be in any sort of suit or like nice outfit is probably miserable. I'm actually not ready to move on from Martin. I forgot a few <laughs> other things. <laughs> Did you notice how still and awkward that hot tub was? Like the water was like incredibly still. They just were sitting literally in a bath. It wasn't a hot tub. It was just like, and it's hot out. So like it must've been disgusting sitting in a hot tub in hot weather. It's gross. I, I think I've described them. Not a big hot tub person in general. Yeah, it's definitely like a bacteria Oh, yeah, <laughs> especially any sort of public hot tub. Um, <laughs> I feel like you, we've talked about this. They force the hot tub every season. They didn't need to do this time, though. Like, no. just take them to like also, a, a pool. They had plenty of things in this date. They didn't need to add that on. They had a ton of content. I know. <laughs> also, this is not the first drifting date, but I still don't really understand what drifting is or why one would want to do it. I don't even as a Formula One fan. I don't get it. I was thinking about him, how he was like spinning around. And I was like, oh, I would be throwing up. This is the worst <laughs> date ever. Also, two dates in a row where people motion are sickness. spinning around. Yeah. Like, give it a <laughs> break. The season of motion sickness. I guess they're trying to like, you know, get them off their marks. I don't know. Hope no one has vertigo. And if they do, hope they're at least letting them see the doctor or something. I don't like, know. Even would... even uh, Rick's date. It's like tons of things to throw you <laughs> off balance. 
Um, I did think the BMW product placement though was like very, very classy, much better than, um, I think they, I forgot about the car that Katie had on her season, but I remember being like, wow, aggressive, like Hyundai or something. It was something oh like that. yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember this cause we talked about it. Yeah. It's um, a real, real step up into the luxury vehicle world and good mm-hmm. look for BMW. So yeah, I thought it was, it was, it was tasteful. Sure. All right. Now we can actually talk about Rick. Sorry. That's the end. Martin, congrats. We're shocked you got a rose. Um, okay, Rick. So they went up in the gondola and then they're doing some hiking. That seemed like a pretty fun one, I guess. Um, I think this seemed like one of the more, and they talk, they said it, but like the, one of the more like normal, this could happen on an actual definitely. date in real life. Definitely. Although I never really understood the like early on in your relationship date for hiking, like at Runyon Canyon in LA. Like I just, Sort of seems like a nightmare to me, but oh, that's just I me. just wouldn't go hiking with anyone that was my first date since yeah. people have died that way. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> really taking it to so many dark places today, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying this recently happened where the guy like left her and didn't give her water, and the girl died. Like I'm not going hiking with someone I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think Runyon Canyon's not a huge risk, but sure, I understand your point. For me, it's more just like. Running, you could. There's plenty of people around. You can get down. Yeah, but yeah, that's fine. For me, the sweating and like the heavy breathing, out of breath. Yeah, yeah, I can't have a real conversation. It's not cute. So that wouldn't be my first date. But seemed like it was more or less fine for them. Michelle's a really good athlete. It's probably intimidating for the guys. Um, They both seem like they're actually everyone on this show seems like they're in insane shape. Olu, oh my god. I mean, we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole conversation. (laughs) Um. So they go hiking and then they go to like that box in the woods where there's different people's wishes. And at this point, Rick tries to like explain how he's like upset or like hit some heart. And I literally had no idea what he was saying. I was just mm-hmm. like, what is he talking about? I, I rewound it. and I was like, what? He's just saying words. It didn't, it didn't make any sense. At that he didn't point. say much though. No, very little. That's why it was confusing. I was like, do they but then- cut around it? They had to have, because in the interview, he was like, she's making it easy for me to like, just tell her everything. Yeah, sure. I guess I don't, it was confusing, but he seems like a really sweet guy, to be honest. Ugh. He just seems like a, a sweetheart. I like him. I really like him. He seems great. He'll definitely, I think, if he doesn't win, which I don't think he does, but he could. I don't think um, he wins. Yeah, I don't think so, but he could. He might have like a future. Yeah, I could see him in paradise next year or something. Yeah. And by the way, I saw a rumor that Paradise is in a lock for next year. And if it is, I need to like change the form or they need to like change the format, which I kind of which I agree with. Couples yeah. gotta go. Um <laughs> and <laughs> and so then they at their dinner before the private concert, which we'll come back to, he explains that he found out when he was a teenager that his dad was cheating by seeing a text message on his dad's phone and then telling yeah. his mom about it. And then his parents got divorced. And then Rick always blamed himself for their divorce. And then um, his father passed away and dealt with really bad depression before that and was like lonely. And and Rick like blamed himself for all of his dad's troubles. And this is like just such a sad story. I don't really know. Like, I, I don't know what you could say like so she's been confronted with two parent deaths between Jamie and Rick and like both are just like terrible stories but Rick is also just talking about how he blames himself I'm just like the most 
qualified therapist would have a hard time dealing with that. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're supposed to say. I, I, I really feel for him, but I also felt for her. What a difficult situation to be in. Yeah. Um, Jamie's story was horrible. I feel like Rick's story seemed more helpless. Yeah. But also um, clearly just has so much guilt over it. It's terrible. Which also is like completely understandable. Like by yeah. no means is it his fault, but like I can understand why yes, he feels absolutely. that way. Especially as a kid. Mm-hmm. For a parent to blame a kid for their mistake is a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I think it's, like a, I could see it happening. Uh, I think that what she said is the best thing that you could say. I thought that when I was watching it, where she said, I know that like everything you went through was really hard, but I do think that all of those things made you this amazing person. Right. Like, I don't think you can say anything better than that. No. And he seemed to feel really comforted by her. So she, and in the moment, made him feel good. Yeah. Wouldn't you just be like, I'm so sorry. Like, I would not think to say that. Like, I feel like maybe her slow talking worked in her favor because she, <laughs> she got is. to like think it through. She was like, I know that what you've been through. Like, she got to think while she was talking. <laughs> Which is like a real strategy. It's like a spe- it's like a good speaker strategy to take your time. So yeah. That you, you're able, which I would say I do the opposite of. I like rush to get my words out. Like there's like some time expiring. But as a result, she does sound, um, you know, like very composed. And whenever mm-hmm. she's, whenever she's like addressing a group, she really does like take her time and like commands a lot of gravity, I think. But By yeah, the way, she, yes, she should teach a class of the housewives. Like think about how many things would be saved if people thought about what they said before they said it. <laughs> who do you think would be the biggest beneficiary of that? Like who speaks the most without thinking about it? Uh, Candace from Potomac. I was going to say Giselle too. I feel like Giselle just like says wild stuff, <laughs> but she doesn't care. Neither of them care though. Right. Like they're both like happy to provoke. So yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> but, by the way, both on Potomac, that's a good, you know, shout out to Potomac for giving us great content. Also, I noticed that Michelle had excellent handwriting. I don't know if you caught that, but they were like writing that. And I was shocked. <laughs> Wait, Juliet. Yes. I have, I have, I have to show you what I have written down in my notes. <laughs> I can't wait. Hate Michelle's handwriting. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't like her cursive? It was horrible. It Who? did look like, like a children's cursive, but it was really good. It was like straight out of like a handwriting guidebook. Who writes in cursive? Why? For what? <laughs> a teacher who teaches it to kids. The only people that write in cursive are above 58. <laughs> 58. Yes. <laughs> Maybe she went to Catholic school and she learned it there. Isn't that a Catholic school thing to write in cursive? Everyone learned how to, like, I think, I I don't know if they teach it anymore. Like, why are you teaching cursive? I don't know. But like, (laughs) they taught it, anyone over what? Well, what number? 25 probably learned cursive, right? Sure. We all learned cursive. I know how to write cursive. Do I ever write in cursive? No. Do you write every day? Like, do you use a pen every day? Mm, Five days a week, four days a week. Okay. I do every work day. I do as well. Yeah. I make a, a to do list every day. When I'm not um, on maternity leave, I write every day. Yeah. I make a to do list in a monogrammed notebook that I buy for myself. And so, is it cursive? No. Yeah. No, it's like scribble. I also uh, expected really good handwriting out of her. So I was just like, what the I, fuck but is it was this? good. You just didn't like that it was cursive. It looked <sighs> it looked like what a child would would aspire to and would emulate. <laughs> okay. Sure. 
for a fifth grader, she's doing great. But don't you like, I love like good handwriting. Yes. I wish I had it. Like I, I, my handwriting is like decent, but I don't have like really great like poster handwriting. Like, like penmanship or like, yes. yeah, poster. I love, like I love like a good handwriting. people who are skilled with markers, I just am jealous of. It's yeah. not my forte. Love a good handwriting. I love when I see someone write something and I'm like, wow, their handwriting's amazing. <laughs> like I was expecting that from her. And so when I saw that, I was just like, What? So one of my best friends from college, my roommate, Claudia, her sister-in-law had amazing handwriting. And we used to have like a note card from her on our refrigerator in college. This was when I was like 20. And <laughs> then I met Claudia's sister-in-law like at her like a wedding event or whatever. And I was like, just so you know, I think you have great handwriting. <laughs> We've been talking about it for literally 10 years. And it was so creepy. But I, <laughs> the point is, I also love great handwriting and like wish that I had it. So <laughs> I think my handwriting's okay, but there's been plenty of times where I've seen someone's like good handwriting and I've like took it home and tried to practice. You have a good name for cursive, Callie. A lot of swoops. It's good. It's the worst name ever. It's literally just. <laughs> Loop, loop, loop. Yeah, loop, it's like loop. it just like comes off the hand. You can really literally easily. just like scribble like a <laughs> curl. You know what I mean? And pretend yeah. it's my name. Well, that's great for you. Throw a dot on top. Anyways, and I thought that was like in my notes. I was like, I'm just gonna like you know put that in somewhere. I didn't think it was gonna <laughs> take a tangent down handwriting lane, but I'm glad we. <laughs> I'm glad we both had notes on it, even though we were exact opposite. Well, it was really noticeable. I was like, also, it was like a bit, it was like she's writing like a quill or something like that. I don't know. It was, did, it was very I, noticeable. I did want to give her a break because I'm like, the pen seems like it's meant for calligraphy. So maybe yes. that's why she, that's why she went that route. <laughs> yeah. She's like getting ready to address some wedding invitations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. and Mrs. Smith or whatever. So that was the only thing I was like, maybe that's why she did that. It's very weird. Very weird <laughs> felt so pen funny. to have in the middle of a forest. Sure. I also like, where do you think those other wishes came from? Like probably just like the producers just wrote all of them, right? Had to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think, the, I think the producers created the box. I think she's really lucky to be near the desert. They've gotten so many good dates out of it. And like yeah, just also near Joshua like, Tree. Green. Yeah. I know. Well, it's the summer, right? That's what happens, I think. Oh, I don't know. Actually, it's the all... opposite in California. It's usually yeah. the winter, I think, is green. I don't know. Whatever. It looked great. Anyway, she handles Rick very well. So. Um, Good job. Yeah, that all... She's very nice. Who, Michelle? Yeah, she's like a nice person. Yeah. I mean, overall, I like her. Yeah, she's doing a good job. And then they got a freaking another private concert. But... I've heard of Andy Grammer. I like know some of his songs. They like come on Spotify occasionally. So I was like, wow, this is actually a big get. Isn't there an actor named Andy Grammer? I think there might be. It's like definitely a somewhat common name or it doesn't. It's not like totally random, I should say. It's a common name. Do you know someone named Andy Grammer? I feel like Grammer. Well, I just like Camille Grammer, Kelsey Grammer. I feel like Grammer is just in, in my world. Um, all right. Let's I don't Google know it. I'm thinking of. I just Googled it and the singer came up, but I'm thinking of yeah. like. They sing his song in Pitch Perfect. And then, I don't know, I just feel like he's like on a lot of Spotify playlists. <laughs> By the way, people who search for Andy Grammer also search for those. That list of people is like the most random group of people. Who are the other? Oh, I see. His what? His, I, for me, Gary, oh. Gary Bussey, Tamar Braxton, Shaka Khan, <laughs> Nick Carter. Like that's, Bindi that's not Irwin, who I have in my list. My list Kim is Zolciak his- Bierman. What? I think this is a reflection of your searches as well, <laughs> because I got 
his wife, whose name is Asia Grammar. Someone I named got Red her. Grammar. And then no. I got my my friend Rachel Platten, who is no, I have podcast. that same one, but goats click the arrow. Oh. Do you see <laughs> Kim, Zolziak Beerman, Paula Dean? Oh yeah. Like Gary B- Gary Bussey, Nick Carter, Tamara Braxton, Shaka Khan. Where are all these people ever in the same room? I do love Nick Carter. I love the Backstreet Boys. So there's that. Okay. Um, and Rachel Platten is a, is a huge fan of the challenge and we text about it all the time. So okay. that's great stuff. <laughs> well, anyway, I knew who he was. I think this is one of the bigger people they've had on the show. That combined with the Bella Twins, that's a lot of star power for this week. Don't the Bella Twins have a show? Yes, they do. I think okay. it's on E, e? perhaps. Yeah. 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 And they're WWE stars, which I guess this leads us into the group date. So they thought they were having a slumber party. And then it turned out to be a pillow fight party with like stuffed animals. Um, Bizarre. And it thing just took a really weird turn on this date where <laughs> <laughs> the guys oh, were not, not interested in talking to Michelle at all and only wanted to talk to each other. And I, I so she, and this is when she introduced what I think will be a, a new bachelor or bachelorette catchphrase going forward which is I never expected to not be seen or not feel seen. And then she kept focusing on it. She's felt seen or whatnot Um, with some heavy stuff in there, which we'll get into. But I was just like, we got a new one. Michelle's an innovator. New phrase. I also love how she kept saying, like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Like, I still want to have fun in the group. I'm like, no, you you do want to make a big deal out (laughs) out of it. You want the whole date to be centered around it. I feel like she is just kind of... You know, she was expecting to have all this attention and then she didn't get it. So she probably like felt embarrassed that she was mad she wasn't getting attention. That was like my read on the situation, which I could kind of relate to. Um, I think that she also, uh, maybe being the bachelorette, you get really used to being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So not being it is frustrating. And then to then try to be asking for it because she kind of was like, Clayton, come here. Like she was trying to get them to get it and they didn't get it. And so yeah. then I thought, then I thought she was embarrassed and she was like, why the fuck am I even here? Which I'm like, this is I like, like she included the expletive, but yes, she did say, why am I even here? Um, <laughs> I think there wasn't, I think there were stars. Oh, okay. Fair why enough. the hell? Maybe. Who it's knows? Probably hell. It's probably uh, hell. I, mean, I don't think she doesn't seem like, she doesn't seem like a big cursor. No. Which, you know, one, I don't, I don't judge. I'm a big cursor. So whatever. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> You're Just not? Kidding. No. Oh. <laughs> like, like, really? <laughs> I curse like 50 times with podcasts. Um, uh, speaking of, you know, people's... What's the word when you're talking about how someone talks like... Their diction? Their, elocution? Did you notice that Nate said big? Yes. He definitely has like a Midwestern accent. I was like, are you from Minnesota? Where did big come from? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I bet he says like bagel in a weird way. I did catch that. I liked it. It gave us a little bit more insight into Nate. I, I'm really into Nate. He's just very attractive. I'm way more into him than Joe. There's no question. Mm. I just love jerks. It's such a fatal flaw of mine. I just love some of the... Is he a jerk? Too much confidence. A little bit of a jerk, I think. I'm hmm. sure he does think he has it in the bag. Don't you think? I for sure think he has it in the bag. I do think that <laughs> he... This is the thing, like, there has to be a line somewhere. Cause I'm like, part of him is like, I don't, I don't find anything wrong with the comment he made. 
he thinks that he has a strong enough connection that like, I'm not going to worry about it. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. It's going to happen because we have such a strong connection. Why is that bad? I don't know. I don't think it is bad because he's like taking her for granted. That's what I'm saying. I'm on team Nate here. I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think he's taking her for granted, though. He's just like, what am I going to do? Do you want me to fucking cry every time? There's 50 people here. I'm not going to get a date every week. Let's get back to the guys not being interested in talking to her because (laughs) I feel like I've experienced that. We're like, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I feel like in college, I would like go to like a fraternity house and like the dudes would like just want to play video games or just like drink beer and like I just like why aren't you trying to like include me include us Mm. and I was just like I I was like and it it made me feel bad so I related to her but I also don't think she's wrong for being offended because yeah if they're not like jumping at the chance to spend time with her I would be like what is the problem like what like why aren't you trying harder because that's the whole reason why they're there maybe they're just like sick of sick of the competition I don't know but I I didn't think her response was actually that weird even though I do think like I would be embarrassed to have that response on television. I don't think her response was weird because they absolutely were not focused on her whatsoever. No, I think they kind of were having like a really good time. It was great time. It seemed (laughs) it was pretty weird. Um, Also, they were having a, I, I know they're like trapped in the hotel but I'm like, they're having a really good time doing nothing. Like, let's yeah. play Duck, Duck, Goose. Should we get Michelle? No, it's okay. She'll join us. Like, y'all want to play <laughs> Duck, Duck, Goose that badly? They're down for, like, literally anything. They're, like, happy. I mean, they're wearing pajamas. It's, like, fun. They were, they were hitting each other in the chest. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Olu. So, <laughs> apropos of nothing, he got Clayton to punch him in the chest as hard as possible, and he didn't flinch. I mean, first of all, the whole thing was just, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm like, was he trying to show off his body? But then like, yes, yes, he was. But then it didn't seem in that moment he was. Cause he was like, oh no, Michelle, you can go like sit down or something. This is for the dudes. <laughs> so I'm like, that was so weird. I was like, who are you showing your like, body off for? her. Excuse <laughs> you. You're, don't need you here. <laughs> And like the, the funny thing to me is I was like, I don't even think he's trying to be rude. I think he's like, no, of course I don't want to punch you. Also, the, 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 whole, the whole game, like when he said it out loud, I was like, is this a game? Do they do guys? I grew up with all brothers. I've never seen this before. <laughs> Competitive brothers too. Uh, yeah. I've just, uh, the whole thing was funny to me. It was, I laughed the whole thing. Um, but I did find the whole thing funny. I was just like, these dudes are so excited to be like (laughs) having a daytime slumber party with each other. And they're just like excited to like be wearing robes and pajamas. I'm like, okay. It kind of, it kind of made me like all of them, but everyone, but Chris S I liked. Yes. Everyone, but Chris S agreed. He, and I, he's just seems like he sucks. Yeah. In every, every way, shape, form. I don't know. He's off. Like he needs to go home tomorrow. Yesterday. Um, but yeah, Olu's body is, I mean, it's sick. Sick. it could be a statue. Yeah. I mean, it's like he, he, he personifies like the cliche of like having like chiseled abs. Like they mm. actually look chiseled. Like, like out so. of this world. Yeah. Out of this world. Like, what does he have to do? To I don't know if body? I'm attracted to that, but I'm not. I think also I'm like, you have to work pretty hard for that. Even if like you have good genetics and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want our life to be revolved around your working out. Sorry. Absolutely not. I do think some people are blessed like like over the top and don't have to work that hard. But also past a certain age, like you got to do something to keep it up. Yeah, absolutely. Like when he hits 35, like I, he can't have any carbs and expect to look that way. So 
I mean, hope yeah. he's ready for that. I am. Um, you might be already doing it. My favorite is, was Leroy Holiday. I really liked when he put on his silky pajamas and he was like, I feel like Bruno Mars, 24 carats. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I love like Bruno Mars. <laughs> one of his like two lines the whole time. He seems fun though. It seems like all the guys like him. It seems like all the guys like each other. And whenever yeah, anyone like, says anything, they're all like, fuck that guy. Like <laughs> they, they really like each other. I like it. <laughs> I, yeah, they they seemed like a, a good bunch and they were definitely taken aback by Michelle confronting them at the cocktail party saying she didn't feel like she was getting enough attention. Olu cried because he... Oh, that was cute. At first, I was like, before he talked to her, I was like, is he sweaty or is he crying? Me too. <laughs> Me too. I was like, is that hot in there? And then when he started talking, I was like, oh, he's crying, which by the way, a lot of tears for what was going on. Yes. Um, but I did think it was sweet him talking about his sisters again though I feel like he could have hit that home and he like didn't say what I needed him to say I think these guys might not be great at expressing their emotions or I mean how often do you actually speak the way they do on this show like incredibly infrequently never like never. maybe three years into a relationship do you like get never specific about your feelings nope, like <laughs> never that does not happen in real life no of course not that's like what and I think I've said this before, but in some ways, like that's the most unrealistic thing about the show. It's not like one woman dating 20 dudes. It's that like you're expected to voice exactly how you're feeling in like an earnest way and have it not be like a weird, awkward conversation. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, nobody talks this way. And even if like Olu had had that epiphany or, you know, Michelle explains how she felt like the um, token black woman very frequently and like never really had authentic relationships or dating wise specifically. And even if he he connected with that and thought about his own sisters in the real world, he wouldn't like call Michelle and be like, hey, I've thought a lot about how your experience is the same as my sister's. And like, I'm sorry to this. Like, may maybe he would in like the rom-com version of their relationship. But like, he probably would just try to like write the ship and like rectify it in real life instead of like being very specific about why he has tears coming down his face. It's just it's Which just so unrealistic. I felt the rest of the group kind of responded that way. Like, uh, she's not wrong. We definitely yeah. weren't paying attention to her. We'll do better. Yeah. I mean, Nate was definitely like, that I'm just not showing it to you. And <laughs> Romeo had a funny line where he was like, I wasn't giving you attention the way that I, I would like to. And it's like, okay, so then change it. Do like, it. Okay. I know. Yeah, it was such like a pointless line, which was reflected in the fact that he then went home. So <laughs> just I will say sense. though, Brandon, like... Each week is just climbing up my little chart. I also, he has a good body without it looking like he spends four hours in the gym per day, which I find very attractive. I so. find him attractive because I just think he is like, he seems so like just cute and genuine. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a really sweet dude. And he actually does give her a lot of attention. I like he him He seems too. like a very, very nice guy. Yeah. He really, um, he really I'm so does. happy that he, you know, came back from yeah. that horrible line. <laughs> uh, he's definitely final four. She seems pretty into him. Yeah. He seems into her. She seems into him. He seems like super effective. They seem natural together. I really, really like him. Yeah. He's, he seems great. I, I think the most confusing person from the group date is definitely Clayton. I'm just like, there's, I knew you were going to say him. There's nothing going on with Clayton. And like, they're just obviously trying to make us care about him because he's the bachelor, but like, there's no reason to care or know about Clayton. He offers nothing. I'm so confused by it. 
Me too. Like because everyone was like, "Oh, this next bachelor is going to be so great. Everyone's going to be so happy." Yeah. I mean, he does seem like a good guy, I guess. But like, sure. There's so many more people on this show this season that I'm like, great guy. Like you already know, Brandon seems like a great guy. You already know that Rick seems like a great guy. Joe seems like a good guy, but just super quiet. Like you know, there. Like you can kind of tell. And then there's just like Clayton. Yeah. I like Chris G, who I believe went home. The guy who was really excited last week about... uh, He just seems like an enthusiastic, genuine guy. I like Chris G a lot. I wish him the best. The most that I know about Clayton is that he's like really good at hitting someone with a stuffed bear. (laughs) And landing a punch on Olu, Olu, who won't respond. (laughs) (laughs) There's not much there, there. There's no, there is no there, there. Like, I'm just like, okay, you're just a regular dude. He's... He better have a breakout moment. Otherwise, I'm just going to be completely perplexed. I'm assuming it's happening soon. Yeah. I mean, next week is episode five. They're going to Minneapolis, which is... Yeah, Minneapolis. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I have heard it's a great city. I've never been. Have you? Have I? I had to have. Have you been to the Mall of America? No. Nor have I. I don't think so. Well, I've heard it's a great city. And... I'm excited for Michelle. I feel like we're going to get a lot of Joe because it's his hometown too. Can't wait. Yeah. So I just feel like it's going to be, uh, he also seemed a lot more comfortable this week. I feel like Joe's finding his rhythm on camera. I don't think so. I liked him in his Navy he was pajamas. Like, I want you to feel seen. So I also have this blanket. That's why I brought it. And I was like, <laughs> you brought the blanket because you want her to feel seen. <laughs> what? I know you said you like snacks. So I brought snacks. Like he, I'll eat two with you. Like, it just seems, I feel like he is, like, so out of his element. And I think he's really used to being, like, confident and in it. Like, I think he 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 probably just does where he, like, he doesn't go out of his comfort zone a lot. That's what it feels yeah. like. And he yes. is out of his comfort zone. It seems like he's trying. Like, this week was the most, we heard him talk, and it seemed like he were opening up more. But, like, he's still clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still really shy, but I would say he's getting, like, a little bit better. I mean, even the blanket thing, I was like, he had to have discussed that with a producer and been like, what can I do to make her feel better? Or they suggested it to him or something. They're probably like, listen, she's obsessed with you. Let's figure something out to help people understand why. I know. Let's give you a prop. Let's also like, (laughs) then he has to do less work, right? Because like to your question earlier, he has a bit prepared. So like that he doesn't even need as many talking points because they have the blanket and it's like, oh, you're so cute. Oh, this is so sweet. Whatever, whatever. But I do think he's extremely good looking. He has a great, yeah. he's another one with like a great body that doesn't look like he's trying too hard. Totally. Natural athlete. Yeah. yeah. And um, he seems I like mean, a good dude. Yeah. He seems like a good guy. So like if for me, if I were the bachelorette, he would be in my top three, I think. Mm. Brandon too, although he's probably shorter than me. Um, <laughs> But like, I get why she likes him, but like, there has to be more happening that we don't know about, I assume. There's a few people like Leroy keeps placing in the top three. He was second <laughs> again today. I know. And she just, uh, she seems like he must be fun to be around. That's, that's always what I think when I can't figure it out otherwise, because there's no other explanation because have we ever like, seen them talk to each other? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, do you guys even know each other? How does she know your name to give you the rose? When's the last time you spoke to each other? <laughs> Second? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. I It's true. I, there's nothing that he's done other than reference Bruno Mars, which I was just excited about. But yeah, she's, he's, she clearly he's likes He's also him. cute. Yeah. yeah. He just must be easy to be around. That's got to be the answer. 
I guess the main drama of this episode, we haven't even really talked about. It was uh, Nate versus um, California Chris, who I don't like. And California Chris. Hmm. Okay. That's because he's the West Coast commodities broker. And I just think that's really stupid. That's how I think. Oh, it. okay. <laughs> he's from West Hollywood. Um, I think it's, I think he's Chris C. Um, or maybe Chris S, S. for Snake. Oh, yeah. S, my bad. Chris S for Snake. <laughs> Nailed it, Romeo. Um, <laughs> Romeo's off the show now, so I'm very hoping he'll be coming on this podcast. You're just very so we can, hoping. Just so we can discuss about <laughs> our names. <laughs> I have no other talking points prepared. Um, and Chris basically said that Nate said that he had it in the bag, which, fine. I would not be, I would not be mad about that. I would be like, yeah, you need to work, a little, work for it a little bit, but like, I don't know. I, I just, what's wrong with saying that as we discussed earlier? I feel like Nate should have been like, I said that because I feel like our connection is so strong. Not, I said that because obviously I'm so great and that's why I think I have it in the bag. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you it's a testament to you, Michelle. I feel this way because of what we built together and stuff like that. But he's saying he didn't even say it. So I don't know. I wish that we got to see all of these like accusations playing out like they do on Housewives where like how they'll go back know. and be like you didn't yeah. say it well let's roll the yes, tape exactly <laughs> they'll always catch you in your lie on uh, on Housewives and I love that the, I thought the way that Chris spoke about it was rude like she came down the stairs and then just like interrupted her and spoke to the group and I'm like it's not your place to do that you he go and have a really conversation aggressive like, like yeah. where did that come from he was not aggressive before and now he's just like I don't know showing I, showing out I don't know I have to assume he's like it's a rose night I've literally never spoken to her I got her I gotta do something so I either like if I don't do anything I'm going home if I do do something I could go home but I could also stay from doing it so let me just do it it seemed like he had been like saving this like it's almost like he was lined up by the producers after Jamie left like who's gonna be the troublemaker now and they they picked him yeah also every single guy was like ugh I know they all hate him. He's the he's the only one they didn't like. If they, if if the date had uh, only been him, like if he was like on a two on one, Michelle would have gotten all the attention for sure. But I think that um, that says a lot. Like if the guys would have been like, well, you know, Nate does. He's a little cocky. I would have been like, ugh, Nate. But right. like, but every guy was like, what back. the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. I know that. They all are definitely on his side. And Nate seems like another great hang. So, of course they are. And if none of them are saying he said it, I'm like, did he say it? Did he happen to pull you to the side? I love that Brandon pulled him to the side and was like, dude, that was not a good call. <laughs> <laughs> also, you could see, like, coming back from a date or from, like, conversation just being, like, showboating a little bit. Like, that's okay. Totally know. fine. Just feel like, feel like we've, we're really in an alternate universe with the show this week. That's, that was like one of my main takeaways. I was like, this is all so just warped. But that's the show. We're, we're, we're inside the Matrix, the Bachelor Matrix. And again, Nate didn't defend himself well. I was like, Nate, no. say this. Say this. Like, he was just like, okay, I hear you. He was you so he ready just- to go back and like fuck Chris up that he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't continue on with the conversation with Michelle. I also was thinking that he's probably not used to being called out like that. Like, I actually like that Martin was like, I, I don't mind being called out. I thought that was kind of cute how he handled that. Whereas I feel like Nate just sort of like moved on to your point. He was just thinking about get his settling the score. Yeah. I don't think that Nate was prepared for her to be like, yeah, also he said it was you. Right. <laughs> he was like, wait, what? What the fuck did that dude say? Like, I feel like he was, that's all he could focus on was like, he was talking about me. 
Like, you know, he, you know that that Nate must be like a clear front runner then, just from the guys in the house. If Chris targeted him, just it's sort of like, oh yeah, it always happens. Yeah, just like feeling threatened and and like whatnot. Joe, although yeah. Joe didn't have a single reaction at all. Joe seems both shy and like the most confident man in the world. Like he's just it's like I don't, so weird. I don't need this. He's, it's like quiet and extremely confident. But it's funny <laughs> how it still comes through because he doesn't talk that much. I know. That's why I'm like, he's so uncomfortable. He's nervous, blah, blah, blah. But in the same time, you're like, he's also just like, whatever. Smoking hot. Just like, yeah. okay. <laughs> just like quiet, confident like in the corner. I'm pretty sure I'm still good. I'll start talking <laughs> when I feel like I, it needs to happen. Yeah. It's just like he's going with it. Nothing seems to stress him out. He just keeps his composure. I don't know. I, I, the fact that she sent home Chris G but kept Chris S was very upsetting to me. And this seems like the only one where she had probably got talked into keeping someone. But I guess if they'd gotten rid of him, I don't know what they would have left. It doesn't seem like there's anyone else that would start drama. I know. So Like all the other guys are pretty qual. I, I was thinking this during the group date. Like when they would go up against each other, I knew who I wanted to win. Like I had favorites. Like it seemed like I really have like a good feel. The guys, I knew so many of their names. Yeah. Um, at this point, like, I feel like we're yeah, at the point like we now where we now. know who, yeah. The only other person was Will, but he went home this week. So like she had to keep someone around to stir things up. I was actually surprised Will went home, although he went really, really hard in the, uh, the, the pillow fight. So perhaps that was why. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. R. Was very Will. aggressive. I'll miss him a little bit. He was kind of fun. But yeah, we'll see what happens next week. It seems like... Minneapolis. I mean, yeah, I was like, shut up. No one is excited to go to Minnesota. I'm excited also, to see how they handle the heat. Joe's smile when she said Minneapolis. I was just like, this shit is done. They're getting married. <laughs> I mean... He, Although the previews for next so. week, I don't know what's going on. You know, they trick us all the time. But it seems like Joe might... Be a Lots little emotional. Something happening. Yeah. Lots but, of tears. Oh, God. They would be such a cute couple. I'm excited for him. I, <laughs> They really would be. I mean, she knows that too. She tried, you know. She tried <laughs> to make true. it happen with him before. Yeah, I'm interested <laughs> to see their one-on-one. It seems like they go on one next week. Yeah, it, it's time. They were like holding out on it, right? And now we all know it's, it's I think she thought she had to. Yeah, well, also... I guess you, you want to save that so you actually get like a better date together. I've actually yeah. have heard that they try to say like the leads try to save like the dates they're actually interested in for later on in the season because then they don't have to wait as long for like the next one or whatever. Or they do it the very first date so they can bring them around for round two. Mm-hmm. Like some, I think who got the first one, Nate? No. Was it Jamie? Jamie. R.I.P. Bye. Bye, Jamie. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I think that's it for today. Kai McMullen, thank you for producing this episode. I'll be back on Thursday. Hopefully we'll have Romeo on. Um, probably not, but let's hope. Maybe next week. And we will talk to you soon. Adios. Adios.